0: to The Burn, gaming stuff, blazing fast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Burn, a podcast about gaming done blazing fast. I'm Aviv Manoach.
1: And I am Omer Kaplan. Hey, how are you? Good morning. Good afternoon.
0: Good evening. Good night. Good uh, <laughs> celestial uh, holiday. Yes. Is,
1: is there a Celestial Holidays right now? I'm not sure. Uh,
0: I, I, I don't know. Sure. I this no
1: one, yeah, there's one probably somewhere. It's five o'clock somewhere.
0: <laughs> exactly. How <laughs> have you been?
1: Uh, it's pretty good, pretty good. Pretty early in the morning here. Um, so that's pretty nice. You get me right after my second coffee, all excited. We got some great game. game. I, w- I was about to say games, but it's probably a game to talk about today. So that's I'm kind of excited for that. Yeah, and Joe, how's how's life? How's everything? Give me a recipe for cauliflower.
0: I don't have a recipe for cauliflower. I, I just put it in the microwave and, and someone <laughs> else actually do the cooking. I, I I'm like the um the, the I don't know how to say the, the first position in the kitchen the, when you just the help no a sous chef is is a lot higher a sous is the second in command to the to the chef chef of the of the kitchen i am the, okay, so
1: the how, how many people do you have in the kitchen
0: i don't do have any anyone in the kitchen but if you if you take like a commercial kitchen in a restaurant you have the the smallest tiniest guy whatever uh, that his his entire job is prepare stuff for other people. He cuts things and he puts things in in, in pots and whatever. He puts the spices.
1: So like the the maison plus person.
0: I have no idea what that means. Uh, okay. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah I'm, when
1: I'm uh, gonna, we're gonna put it in the in the show notes just before the the show.
0: Exactly, uh, but yeah, when uh, when my mom uh, cooks uh, cauliflower and she wants to save time, she asks me to put it in the microwave first so it's uh, it's uh, mushy and ready to be cooked i don't know what that's she does the rest of the time
1: that's perfect welcome to the burn the um food the podcast cooking about
0: cooking. burning uh, um, burning food yes it 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 can go either way we can uh, we can do the burn about barbecue and and stuff yeah how do you yeah
1: how you burn <laughs> food that's great All right, cool, cool, cool. Uh... (laughs) But
0: no, but no, this is is a a podcast about gaming. Um, In each episode, we discuss a game that we played and have stuff to to say about. And we talk about news stories or something new that happened. Uh, You can listen to our episode in the website, which is theburn.live. You can also find the links to... Um, subscribe to the show so you can uh, listen on your uh, uh, Apple podcast or Google podcast or Spotify or whatever. That's all. That's is all an option. I'm not going to put this link in the show. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Put, uh, in we will...
1: the, put in the phone note.
0: No. <laughs> okay. uh, our uh, game of the show today is uh, Genshin Impact, which is uh, a new Chinese game that uh, took twitch by storm and everyone was playing it mostly because it's beautiful and also free and you can find it on about every platform available like literally everything it's on switch it's on playstation it's on pc i think it's on mobile as well yes it's uh, it's on mobile as well it's
1: on mobile and it it runs amazing on mobile which is really amazing
0: yeah, so I didn't play it yet, I installed it. I did like the cuts, the initial cutscene that let you choose the boy or girl, and then I arrived at the bitch, and then I went to the, I know I pronounced uh, a bitch as uh, as the wrong kind of, of run, but I'm not American, so I can't differentiate between so, the the I so and me, the EA. Uh, yeah,
1: and as a, as a person who had this issue before, the trick is to prolong the the e, so it's like beaches and beach. not like the short version. Beach. Yeah, okay. Like,
0: beach. Yeah just, pull, pull, yeah. just like. This is like the, the e. this is like the second episode in a row when we are talking about languages.
1: Right. Right. So you, we had the Hebrew lesson last time. Now it's kind of like now it's yes. a, a translated to English one. Yeah. Yes.
0: Exactly. So so uh, uh you, after the open cutscene, you get to the beach and then you learn how to jump and uh, swing your sword, and then there is a checkpoint, and then I turned off my console. So tell <laughs> us what's happened after that.
1: Okay, so I, I think I have like almost 10 hours of uh, Genshin Impact, not, not to be confused with Genshin Impact, which is the wrong way to pronounce the game as we learned in our pre-show. Uh, um, yeah, so, okay, so here's a, here's an unpopular maybe opinion. I really really didn't like Breath of the Wild. I mean, I like everything about it aesthetically. I think it had some issues that I couldn't get past. And then I was I casually bumped into I don't even know how I bumped into Genshin and I was like, "Oh my god, this is like exactly like my redemption arc from Breath of the Wild. It's everything I wanted it to be." So, let's start let's start with the beginning because you mentioned the two big biggest like selling points of the game. It's visually stunning. And it's free. So, you know, zero risk. You, you download the thing, you install it um, right off the bat. Great soundtrack, you know, very, you know, everything you would expect out of. Kind I, of like I would say that
0: kind of the, the parallels <laughs> to Breath of the Wild are, well, are noticeable. But then again, the game is, is like, it's like they they... They sat there and at the studio that made this, uh, Miho, Yo, whatever, and they say, "Let's take Breath of the Wild and do that." But then they started adding things and changing things, so you c- you can see the Breath of the Wild underneath oh, yeah. it, it, but there I- is so much else they did with it. Uh, <laughs> So
1: here's the thing. They they like they took all the inspiration, and I'm using like the it's a very broad sense of like inspiration from Breath of the Wild. Yeah, I mean, it's, a, your... it's
0: a cell shading shaded environment and this stamina bar when you climb things and and uh, yeah, and, and run and, and, and stuff. Then and, and that's basically it.
1: <laughs> no, that, no, that, that, no, that, that's even even more. You have your so you get like even the monster aesthetics are kind of the same and. I mean, I, it's 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 very similar. Yeah, there's like the cooking mechanism is surprisingly similar. So there's a lot of like similarities to the like Breath of the Wild in this. But the thing is, with Genshin, they said, okay, well, it's free, unlike Breath of the Wild. So we need to add like a billion other mechanics and stuff to do on top of it. So oh, by the way, there's gliding, like air gliding. Um, I think the air gliding is more similar to it's very. It feels like Breath of the Wild, but. It's similar to what, I don't know if you remember, like Guild Wars 2 started doing like air gliding at some point. So it's, it's, like, it's like a more simplified version of Breath of the Wild in terms of gliding. Um, so it's an open world, super stunning, very Breath of the Wild-ish, even with the monster aesthetics and everything. Um, and then on top of it, you have all these mechanisms. So you basically, you start as a single person, they call the Traveler. And then you meet some other people. You make your party of four, you know, four characters out of like about thirty in the game. And you do like open world stuff. You have your individual progression, which is every character has their own level. And then you have your adventure rank, which is the global kind of like progression throughout the game. And the more adventure rank you have, the more like adventures and quest lines you open up until you get to the end. So. So that's very nice. Uh, the I didn't. Is- I
0: didn't know the, there were so many characters. I like. I saw a bunch of people playing it on, on Twitch, and I maybe I just yeah, didn't like- notice the the difference between the characters. But I thought you. I thought that you get a party and that's it. No, there's the. T-
1: I'm gonna put you a link in the show notes. Um. Anyway, so there's like a ton of characters. I think it's about thirty characters, and the the cool thing about it is that. The combat uses this elemental, I, f- I forgot how they call it, but it's, it's essentially like a combo system where every character has their own like element that they use and they have like a skill and like an ultimate ability. And they have like, passives and stuff, but we don't talk about that. So it, it's like a deep like character system, but essentially every character has their own element and you can combine them and have all these effects between the different characters in the party. So for example, you have a character that make people wet, and then you take the lightning character and you do lightning on the water, and then you do like a big AOE damage. So you you, you have your combos between the characters, and you, but you also have to combo in relation to the enemy composition. So if you have a bunch of, I don't know, fire slimes, you can either vaporize them, or you can melt them, or you can do like whatever. So there's like a ton of stuff you can do between characters and the enemies you encounter. Um, and then I didn't really understand what's the difference between the four-star characters and the five-star characters, but I guess there is one in terms of stats. I mean, I, I'm really taking the game, you know, face value. It's it's kind of interesting. It's one of those, they call it like gacha games, When it's basically like Chinese loot box kind of thing, where, and we're going to talk about that mechanism in a second, because that's the major, like, reason people spend like $2,000 on this. But essentially they they have like, Character progression costs you resources, like the individual character progression. So, if you want to, like, you have your four people in the party, you have your, your ten characters or twelve or whatever you're collecting your, in your stable. But every character has their own progression, which you have to buy with gold and some items that you find. So, sorry, in that so in that sense, you know, that's kind of like a weird part about the game where it's not really like your Traditional like um, MMO progression. It's very focused on single player, so that was a, that was my point where, where I started. I, I started with the single player point, and then I venture off into the like the payment mechanism point. So any any questions you have like about the game in general? No, you totally
0: lost me. I, I didn't understand what's the what, uh, what why did you mention the single player in relation to yeah, yeah, the yeah, character yeah. progression? Oh, Why yeah, no, it's focused just... on single oh. player, how it's related to the character progression.
1: Yes, perfect. Yeah, yeah, it's good for you to do it you focused me because I wanted like I wanted to talk about the like the character progression and then jump back into the single player. Perfect. So it's very focused on single player because right now I know that they're gonna add some co-op like mechanism to the game and there's no PvP. So the game is very focused on single player in a sense of you know, everything you get, even with the loot box system like affects your experience there's nothing it's not like pvp or there's nothing that impacts like other people do
0: you see other so people at all when you play
1: no i mean i know that there's a co-op so why are from... we
0: talking about it in a, in a matter of of single player versus not single player it's it's not a multiplayer uh, game
1: because i think like unlike other games in this genre you know like your i don't know from maple stories to other like quote unquote like mmos it's very different in a sense that the, the experience is very like individual
0: yeah, so but it was very... if it's not sold as a multiplayer game, I don't, I don't get why we're talking about it. The, the The only reason to compare it to other games is because it's also free. It's a free to play single player game. What's the problem?
1: Oh, there's, the, there's no. Pro- it's just like I don't know. It sounds like different than other like other games in that type that I've played before. So that's why I thought it's a. It's like a differentiator, but maybe it isn't. So, let's leave, But let's it's leave not it of that.
0: that type. It's of the type of a single player RPG. That's the type. I... It's a Breath of the Wild free to play with, uh, with collect a ton character progression.
1: Yeah, it's literally Breath of the Wild single player. You know what? That's like the best way to define it.
0: You're Breath right? of the Wild is also single player. It's Breath of the Wild yeah, free to play. It's
1: Breath of the Wild free to play. Did I, didn't I mention it's like very early in the morning when like at the top of the show?
0: Uh, yeah, and two weeks from now we are going to record even earlier in the morning, and uh, I can't uh, have you be this uh, disorganized, Omer.
1: I know nothing. Nothing coffee can solve. Let me tell you that.
0: So drink coffee before the show.
1: Yes. All right. Perfect. Let's talk about. No, wait, about wait
0: a moment. I want to. I want to hear more about the the character collection aspect.
1: Oh, that's awesome. Okay, so characters feel very diverse in the game, like I don't mean like ethically diverse because you know, it's the type of game that's you. It's anime, they are all white
0: yeah. anime character. Well, it's yeah. the Chinese version of anime. It's, there yeah, is yeah. like the Japanese anime, the Chinese anime and the Korean anime. They are all anime, yeah. but called different things, which I don't remember.
1: So basically they're all trying to sell you like waifu materials and like K-pop kind of guys, I guess anyway so exactly uh but in terms of like animations and the skills that they have and they feel really diverse i mean it's all very like archetypical in a sense so i mean nothing gonna surprise you you got your like knight lady with a big sword you got your you know your ice dude that carry a big club you've got your you know girl that can turn into a raven yeah i don't know it's really like very like and un- like article but in terms of like the animations and the weapons and the the different skills you can create basically any party composition that you want which i, I kind of like and the way the game is played they make you the combat is essentially quickly switching between characters and using their skills and basic attacks to do like quick combos which i kind of like it's much more forgiving and feel like easier like than breath of the wild if we're making that comparison like you actually feel like powerful and can do like really cool and explosive stuff which is nice um
0: the the combat so is, is turn based or real time
1: no the combat is real time okay so, so essentially yeah so with like a pc for example i get you know you get your characters uh, switch ma- mapped into one, two, three, four it's about like one do some skill two do some skill three and then you combo on top of that and uh and you got some ranged characters that uses like bows and you got some melee characters with like bows or great swords or clubs or you know each every each one of them has their own like basic attack but also like heavy attack which is like slightly different for some characters um so there is diversity the thing is some characters you get just by playing the game which I guess like you get this basic set at the end of the main quest line. Maybe that's
0: and, why I, I only saw certain characters on Twitch. Yeah, that's what yeah, every, get, everyone is.
1: Yeah, you'll you'll just get them like passively, and then the other characters you have to get through their loot boxes mechanism. And let me tell you about the loot box mechanism. It's amazing. So it like loot box in this game called Wishes. So, because everything is, like, very celestial and, like, you know, like, that type of thing in the game. So, you just, like, wish on things. And the way they did it is that, first of all, well, they give you a lot of wishes, quote-unquote, upfront, So, you can, like, get the hang of it and then pay them, like, did you see that there's a Twitch VOD floating around where a guy spent, like, $2,000 on wishes just to get the character he wanted? No. But it's a thing. People actually... Paid like a lot of that's why, like, that's why the only thing I told you before downloading the game, I told you this game is amazing. Just don't like if you have a tendency to for like in app purchases and you know loot boxes and stuff, this is like they made it really really nice. So when you wish on something, you get this like cool animation of like falling stars, and it's like the only context you can see this like screen. So it's very satisfying. And sometimes you get most of them, you get crap like weapons and things, but. Sometimes you get a whole new character to play, which is, like, it feels amazing to get a character. Um, So, I got... So, just by playing the game and, like, grinding for, like, wish material, I got about, like, 35 wishes. uh, And I got, I think, three or four characters. um, Just nice. I don't know. But if if you're really...
0: Did you get those characters from wishes or from... Yeah, yeah. So... No, so
1: I got like two or three characters from the game, and another like four characters from Wishes.
0: Is there a way to get more things beside randomly?
1: So I know, so there's a shop in the game. So there's like all the payments mechanism you want in the game. No, I your... I, mean,
0: I meant through it playing the game, not uh, not buying it.
1: Uh, yes, so according to Reddit and people who played like more than hundred hours in the game, you can get all the things you want beside characters. From like grinding in the game itself. Okay, but but characters sure.
0: are, are only are only through random uh, generated loot boxes.
1: Yeah, which I mean, okay. which kind of sucks. It kind of sucks because like there's a bard character I really want, but I can't get, and I'm not planning to pay just to maybe randomly get her. Even though she's not even a five star character, you still I don't know. Um, the nice thing about it is like whatever new character that comes out. So they're just releasing characters as the game progresses. Uh, whenever they release a new character, they give you like a preview version which you can like hang around and play with it. And you know, if you really want it, you have to wish for it, which is which is fine, I guess. Um, so that's that's like a part of the game that it, it doesn't suck, but like I don't know. I mean it, I guess it's the way to make money, so that's a thing.
0: And I tell um, you what, uh, I, I keep comparing it in my head to Warframe and uh, warframe is co-op but but basically anything you own you, it it doesn't matter uh, when you play uh, with other people like because it's co-op uh, it's only pve so it's about the same thing and in warframe you you grind for materials and the only thing you spend money on basically is the time it takes you to crafting. So uh, a weapon yeah. might be 24 hours, uh, a full frame might take three days, something like that. And you can pay to skip to skip that. And um, some frames, in order to build frames, which are essentially characters, um, you need uh, the, the parts, there are three parts per, per frame. And those can either be um, won from specific missions or on specific planets. Um, But then there are the prime versions which are only random drops from Mm. um, things called relics, which is the best implementation of loot boxes uh, I I ever seen because in order to open relics, you must play the game. Uh, exactly. you, you you don't buy them. You don't uh, you you can't pay for them. You you get a, a relic as a drop, and then you go into a mission. And in order to open the relic, you must keep playing the game. So it, it's it's never a, um, a flow of. Okay, I got a boxes. Now I spend uh, uh, ten minutes on a, on a on a opening screen, like you see in in Hearthstone and Heroes and stuff like that. You keep playing yeah. the game and you keep progressing and you open loot boxes, um, and that's how you yes, get I mean. everything in Warframe. So and that's why Warframe is the only free to play game that I actually liked spending money on because I. I um, I, also, I also felt like I, I actually um, contributed to, d- to the developer, but also it felt like they appreciate my time and the effort I put into the game.
1: Yeah, exactly. So imagine in Warframe, you only got like, I don't know, you get your five frames, you play it like, I don't know, you play like your 300 hours, you get your five, six frames, and then all the other frames are locked behind totally random loot boxes and primes, are locked behind like a 0.6% of getting like a prime, which is insane. So
0: well, that that not that be a, a good system.
1: So, so that's Genshin.
0: Yeah. Well, uh, well I, I guess I would I would have to play it. The, the The question here is is how it really impact your your experience. It, I so
1: here's, I don't think it I don't think it really is. The thing is, like you know, I get my set of characters. I play the game. I progress. You don't have So they say, and players say, you don't have to get any additional characters in order to complete, like, the main quest. So, right, you know, so you can definitely go, like, full free-to-play. But the extra characters, especially after you get one with the free wishes, they're so nice that you say, oh, but the Bard character is so cool, I wish I could play her, but you can't. So, you know, even though, and it's totally random, so you can't even say, okay, I'm going to spend, like, $40 and get a character guaranteed. You can spend like a two thousand
0: dollars and maybe. Oh, that's another thing with relic in Warframe. Each relic tells you what what is the set of items that can drop from it. So if I want a part of a Zephyr, I go into my relic screen and I type Zephyr, and it will show me all the relics that I have that have a chance to drop a a Zephyr part. Uh, yeah, so it, so it, yeah, digital extremes.
1: I know. No, honestly, like, uh, I didn't like the Warframe aesthetics, but having played, like, I don't know, 50 hours of Warframe, like, it has, like, the best, like, this game feels very good, like, to give, like, the developers mind, Like, they implemented, like, the systems super, super, like, player considerate. Other than just say, okay, well, everything is locked, just pay us, like, a whole bunch of money. Maybe you'll get it. Maybe you don't. So that's one con. The only, um, I don't think I'm, I'm not, I guess it's, Maybe it's, like, typical for games like this, but in order to, like... So you get your stable of, like, let's say, 10 characters. Out of them, you play with mostly four. Like, individual character progression, like leveling up, costs you resources. So they don't, like, naturally level up through experience. I mean, they do, but it's very, like, minuscule. If you want to, like, do the big jumps, you have to invest resources. And those resources aren't super available. So, again, you know, I'm stuck with, like, four characters who are level 20 three characters who are level nine and two characters who are level one because i'm not i hardly play with them so i mean your party Mm. isn't like evenly leveling up so you know at some point especially with the elements like combo system i want to take like you know that character to this mission but i can't because it's too low level so i have to really protect them and i don't know i i guess it's like it doesn't
0: sounds like you actually like the game no, it's
1: super fun. So I would jump into it like right now and play like for an hour. It's because the world is so nice and the soundtrack. I mean, don't expect, when you go into it, don't expect like very good like writing and like the missions are kind of silly. Uh, but everything about it, like gameplay, it's like I, I like I open it with a statement of it's everything I wanted Breath of the Wild to be, and that still stands. So it's you know if you like Breath of the Wild and you want like I don't know, it feels like you're more powerful, the combo system is super nice, gameplay, like gameplay wise, everything's great, like mechanism wise, it's kind of like, not totally my thing, but I can, I can get over it, so, and I'm definitely not going to pay money for it, so, I mean, you know, I gave it a nine, if I, if you would force a number out of me, I would also be like, how pressed for like an eight or something, I mean, it's, it's great. Like It's easily a 100-hour sync, and I'll have fun. Uh, okay,
0: that's, we- that's excellent. If, if it's a free-to-play 100-hour uh, game, that's amazing, yeah? After that many yeah. hours, I, I would uh, put some money into it. Just to, yeah. to give them something. Okay. Think, um, yeah. That's, okay, that's yeah, enough. We need to move on. All right. Um,
1: <laughs> sounds good. Let's move.
0: <laughs> We're well past the, the mark.
1: Be- well past our bedtime. The,
0: the, that as well. Uh, anyway, news of the episode. Uh, like two days ago, something like that, there was another NVIDIA uh, event. They push <laughs> a couple of those this month, like three weeks ago there was the new RTX uh, 3 series and uh, and uh, things, and this was an event for developers, I guess, and the uh, interesting thing that came out of it is the NVIDIA Omniverse, um, which will mainly interest any of you that is into um, digital 3D work and game development, but not, not only game development they are selling it as a Solution also for, like, architecture and animation, stuff like that. Anything that uses the 3D um, work f- a pipeline, like from Maya to Substance Painter to Unreal Engine, stuff like that. It's basically Google Docs for 3D uh, pipeline, like a fully real-time collaborative experience. Like, a studio can all together um, open each of... Like any uh, any program, uh, these were examples that they gave, like Blender and Maya and Substance and Unreal Engine. Uh, but they ba- they said any software, <laughs> so it will be interesting. Um, there's a bunch of plugins that are created uh, uh, for for uh, in order to use it, and it will sync the work between each team member in real-time, fully real-time collaboration on 3D software. Um, They are selling it is only compatible with RTX. Um, I don't know at the moment if it's an actual technical limitation or it's just that they are trying to push the RTX cards. And, and that's how they do it, like they did before with uh, shadow play and stuff like that. But um, if you if you think about other collaborative three D tools that uh, that existed before, these things can take can take a, a very high load on your on your machine. So I'm not surprised it requires a, a heavy heavy duty uh, graphic card. Uh, but uh, I wonder if they started to to develop this thing a, a while ago, or is this uh, um, uh, is this something that came out of the COVID uh, period uh, when people need to sync their work between <laughs> between houses <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, and stuff like that, uh, which is interesting. Uh, I have no idea how big studios work. I don't know if how much do you need to work on the same 3D assets simultaneously. But yeah, this, is wanted,
1: uh, this is what I want This is what I wanted to ask you. Like, what does this solve or optimize for a studio? Is that is it gonna make the process more streamlined? Is it gonna like make development time shorter because there's no like different sharing plugins between different softwares or?
0: I, I tell you what the it, it, the the problem it solves, and again, I, I don't know how how much the real time element uh, is is worth here, but in a in a game development pipeline, you have like what I work with. I work with Blender and Substance for texturing, and then into um, Unreal Engine and so you need to export the file from blender with uh, as an fbx with all the uv maps and stuff and then you need to import it into substance and in substance you create um, you maybe create all the all the other maps the normal map and height map and and stuff like that for the textures you work in substance you finish you need to export all the textures and then you need to take the model and the textures and put them into Unreal Engine. And then in Unreal Engine if you are working as a team there are, there is some uh, a bunch of options for source control. So uh, Git is in a beta but it works and there's a bunch of other other options for source control. So technically you can uh, share a project between people. And then uh, commit your um, changes and then review those changes and stuff like that. Uh, but but yeah, it's, it's a lot of importing, exporting, importing, exporting, importing, exporting between a bunch of, uh, of uh, software and then you add more people into the mix. So if I'm working on an asset and I don't know, I send it to an animator that need to rig it and animate it and then... Maybe uh, someone asked for a change to the model and then I need to update the model for the animation, but maybe the animator on, or, um, already imported the, the rig into Unreal. And that's that's the kind of things it's, it's supposed to solve. So hmm. if all of us have the plugin, we can just work on the same file at, like all the time and it sync all the changes and we don't need to import and export the things all the time to work between us and stuff like that. So that's right. how I, w- I imagined it to work. But then again, I'm a solo developer that's don't play with other people. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I hear you. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see like how big, st- I guess it's like for big organization that maybe have like you know, cross collaboration between studios that are far away from each other, or I, I mean, I don't know, it's too like too high level for me.
0: They uh, said, well, they are selling it as also uh, a solution for people working on the on the same office. And again, I think I think there is a point for it. Like what I said, um, usually in a proper studio. There is someone doing the 3D modeling and someone doing the UV maps and someone doing the textures, someone doing the rigging and animation and stuff like that. And it all can be done in the same program. Uh, But again, you need to import, export, import, export everyone to to each one of your computers and, and then sync the changes and stuff like that. Um, so it's supposed to be easier with this. Uh, it's, it's currently in a closed beta. You can sign up for it, and again, it's require. it will require an RTX card, and we'll see. We'll see how it develops. It's, it's certainly interesting. For sure. Okay. Uh, that's all we have on the show today. Thank you for listening. Thank you, Omer, as always, for being here with me.
1: Thank you. So I will be seeing you in two weeks, same, t- same time, same place more coffee.
0: <laughs> you can find us all, uh, online on Twitter. Uh, I'm Iser and he's Omar Kaplan. Don't forget Hello. to subscribe to the podcast, comment and leave your reviews on your preferred listening app. at theburn.live. And our team was created by Andarko with vocals by fishy Twitch. They're both on Twitter. Check them out. That's it from us. See you next time. See you next time. Goodbye.